What's up, SportsCast? Welcome to the Sports and Stuff show, the kings of sports. I'm Adam. And I'm Carter. And let's get right into it. Okay. All right. Um, as you know, oh yeah, are we going to go through the agenda? I uh, forgot. We're, we're a week off. Yeah. A little rusty. A little bit. But, um, yeah. We have, I think, March Madness. Um, March Madness, I want to talk MLB a little bit. Mm-hmm. If we can't, I think we're going to touch maybe on soccer, because soccer, we're like very close to um, whatever. I don't. I don't know. We don't keep track on soccer. If I'm going to be honest, or hockey. We were going to talk about hockey, but I was like, we could hold off until like they get closer yeah. to the Stanley Cup. Because I think right now they're kind of in this like mid. I think they're don't don't their seasons go like similar to basketball? Mm, NBA, yeah. Where or yeah, where it's like I think they both have 82 games and they run similar in time. Yeah, because like I I looked at the Stanley Cup and I think it starts like April. 29th or, or yeah. like May 3rd yeah. or something like that. And I think yeah. that's when the NBA like playoffs start, right? Uh, somewhere around there, yeah. Yeah, so I, I just assume that we could just talk about that a little bit later because like even with basketball, I mean, you can't really talk about – I mean, you could like talk about the headlines, but like – The thing during football season that's nice is like we have one show a week and there's one set of games a week, so mm-hmm. we don't miss a bunch. Like we'll we'll talk about something in the NBA today and then by the time the episode airs, it's outdated. Like, yeah. You know, but – and like the thing is too is that um, I saw Colin like Colin Coward talk about this. I'm a big fan of Colin Coward. If you haven't noticed already, I can tell. Twenty, twenty whatever, twenty seven episodes in. But like he was saying, he's like, I mean, we're in the United States, and football is like our thing. That's like seventy percent of like yeah. what people like. So football we're gonna talk about seventy percent of here. Yeah, so like we're gonna talk about seventy percent of football. I mean, like hey, not this episode. Other. Yeah, this episode we're actually talking more about basketball, but. Yeah, and um, baseball and baseball and Will Smith. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna f- talk about that, but we have that. Um, just a little. I mean, might as up. well open with that. Well, I want. Yeah, I mean, I guess I just wanted to say one thing. Um, we didn't have an episode last week, but we are back. Uh, back in the setup, we actually decided not to turn on the lights this time, which I thought was kind of genius. Uh, shout out to Preston. He's also the new Pulse GM next year as well, so really? we'll be seeing more that. of him. But yes, like we said, Will Smith. Would you like to lead us off? I don't think it was fake. Um, <laughs> I think Will Smith is the loser here. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I mean, he was laughing at first, and then he clearly got pressured to go up there and slap him. Chris Rock ate that thing, by the way. I know. Like, dude, Chris Rock. Like, if that's real, that dude has a chin. He took a straight-up slap. Like, slaps are hard. He, like, ate the, he didn't take a step back. I know, dude. He just hands behind right the back the whole time. That, yeah, he even leaned forward to like hear what Will was gonna say, but he just ate that. Um, and then you know they're yelling at each other on stage, and you know it's just it's a joke. It's a joke everyone would forget about like ten seconds later, and now no one will forget about it. Mm-hmm. And I get that like alopecia is like a medical condition or whatever, but all it is is hair loss. Like it's not like like something is super wrong and that causes your hair to be lost. No, the whole thing is just hair loss. So, like, mm-hmm. everybody has hair loss. Yeah. I don't know. I, mean, I just didn't think it was... I didn't think the joke even really crossed the line that much. Maybe it wasn't in the best taste, but, like, mm-hmm. it it's a monologue at the Oscars. It's not supposed to be. Right? Everyone gets, like, joked about. Like, right. It, it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. So um, What I think about it is... So, I heard one thing which kind of twist the whole thing if my opinion and that was will smith or they said that joke in the rehearsals and will smith 
went up to Chris Rock privately afterwards and was like, hey, I don't really like that joke. Could you not okay. say it? And then they like agreed that. And then he ended up saying it still. But I don't know how true that is. That could be completely false. It doesn't false. seem like that'd be true based on Will laughing at it. Yeah, and like... Because like you, when you see the video, he, initially he's laughing at it. Yeah. Like pretty hard, too. That's the thing. is, And that's like the thing is people are saying is they don't know if he was laughing at that joke or if he was laughing at the joke before it. No. Nah. But it did seem like it was like a split, like he was laughing like a solid one second. And then after it cut to Will, it was he was automatically on stage. Like it was kind of weird. Um, at first I was like for Will, like completely when I first heard of it, because I was like, you know, I would do the same thing if like someone made fun of like my wife or something like that. But I mean, he could have done it way more maturely, like do it off stage afterwards or like even if he did do it beforehand, if he was really like mad about it. But like going on stage and doing that, like publicly in well, front of everyone, like that just was just think, awkward. Like, has she really? And and the, especially the positions for her, like, that she's put him in lately. Yeah, like that's like, ridiculous. Like, I mean, did, I wouldn't did, have did done. Did she it, really but... deserve to be defended like that? I don't <laughs> yeah, know, facts. man. But it's so weird. And then just shout out to Chris Rock for taking that though. Like, yeah. he's just a solid, firm slap. He didn't even lose his cool. Like, nope. if if that happened to me, he stumbled a few right words there, after, but not much more than that. Well, like if I would have got slapped, I would have beat them. I would have, I would have hit them back. Like, I don't. He he just refrained from it. He like yeah, that was impressive. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty insane how he was just able to kind of like. I mean, it wasn't as smooth, but like he he was able to relatively smoothly guide it. I guess. Yeah. But yeah, it was pretty crazy. I think. Chris Rock is especially a winner here because he's about to go on a comedy tour. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, he's gonna have a ton of material now. Oh and yeah, oh, I did yeah. see one thing though, and it was the it tracked their follower count, like followers after the thing. And I think it was they probably uh, both went way up. Yeah, I think uh, I think it was Will Smith got eight hundred thousand. I think uh, Jada and both Chris Rock both got like three hundred thousand too. So Will Smith ended up getting the most followers out of it. Yeah. But they all ended up gaining from it, which, I mean... I mean, that's just how it works. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, the Oscars got actually talked about for the first time in forever. Right. So, yeah. I mean... It's a, the Oscars suck. Yeah. I mean... All right. But, yeah. There's our stuff for the episode. <laughs> the only stuff we have for yeah. the whole month. Uh, okay. Let's talk a little bit about March Madness. Yep. So, that didn't go well. <laughs> um, Man... I'd said on the sh- on our last show, like, oh, I'm going to change a bunch of this before, and I did, and it did, it just didn't it make didn't it matter. a whole lot better. Um, <laughs> yeah, I only, well, got, I only got one out of the four Final Four teams right. Uh, on the bracket I showed on the show, I got zero. So I, I switched to Kansas last second, which I guess made it a little better, but I got destroyed in every single bracket pool. Yeah. So it didn't matter a whole lot. Uh, I mean, some of the big headlines, obviously, were St. Peter's Peacocks taking down Kentucky and then proceeding to take mm. down Murray State and then Purdue before getting dominated That's in the Elite ridiculous. Eight. First 15 seed to ever make the Elite Eight, ever. Mm-hmm. And they were a very fun team to watch. Well, the, it was the lowest seed in general, wasn't it? Or the highest highest seed, lowest seed? I think the, I think they say lowest, but yeah. Lowest seed to ever make the Elite Eight, ever? Yeah. Like definitely, yeah, pretty ridiculous. Only two other 15 seeds have made the Sweet 16 before this, and uh, yeah, they couldn't get the job done there. St. Peter's did before getting smacked up by North Carolina. 
to set up North Carolina versus Duke in the final four. Man. It's so funny. You look at all the upsets this year, all the crazy stuff that happened. And it still ends up with UNC and Duke. And the final four is Duke, UNC, Villanova, and Kansas. Which, I mean, is pretty predictable. Like, like, I mean, relatively, like, that's pretty crazy. I wanted UNC in my final four, but I put Gonzaga over them, which I regret. You um, could have both in the final four. They were in different quadrants. Oh, were they? I think you you did I have think UNC. I did have UNC then. Yeah. You, you had them in the final four, but you put Gonzaga in the championship. Yeah, because yeah. I did have Gonzaga over UNC. So I had Texas that. Tech in the final four and in the championship, actually. And, man, I thought they had it against Duke. I really did. Man. But I'm not, I I'm, thought... I, March Madness is not rigged, okay? I'm going to put that out there. It's not rigged. It's not. From the person but, who always hints that stuff is rigged. But <laughs> I think it's clear some teams get some favorable whistles at some points, and that's just because of who they are, right? Yeah. It felt like Duke was getting a couple, and maybe that's just me and being biased for my bracket, which is very possible, but it felt like it a little bit. Well, there was a ton of, like, um, ton of talks about horrible refing in some of these I forgot what game it was. Wasn't there one where like the guy was like hanging on the rim? He tried to swing back to oh my gosh, yeah. under him. If he would have let go, he would have gotten yeah. He would have he would have like it was a terrible swung his feet under him. It was yeah, a close was game horrible. at that point too. What game was that? Wasn't I it? I think um, that was Illinois Houston. I think so, but it, it was very close. And then after that, it wasn't close. Like yeah. that call really hurt him. Yeah, but um, yeah, there was only two. Uh, I think there's only one actually one bracket after day one that survived. It's insane. And then it died at day two, like it. It was. I think it, we have it here. Um, fewer than a thousand brackets remained after the St. Peter's and Kentucky game, uh, and that just speaks for itself. That was the last game of day one, wasn't it? Or second to last? I think so. And then there was. Um, 192 perfect brackets after Ohio State and Loyola. Um, did I say that right? No, there's 192 entering that day. After Ohio uh, State won, only 91 were left. Yep. There we go. And then, yeah. You could read better than me. Apparently. Yeah, and then Illinois beat Chattanooga barely. Yeah. And that knocked that out the crazy. second to last. But I don't think any bracket made it perfect through the second. The second day. <laughs> I don't think anyone round. made it through the first round. Yeah. And there's so many brackets out there. That's just how it crazy this stuff is. Well, and it's funny because the women's bracket, I think there's a couple stale perfect brackets. I mean, there's probably like really? seven or like three. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't fill and one out. There's there's pretty like, there's, I think they had at least a thousand in the first round and it was like 200. Like there's still, I think if I'm not mistaken, there's still a couple perfect brackets or at least very close ones or they lasted much longer than the, the men's one, which is pretty crazy. But man... And also, since we're from Boise State, we have to talk about Boise State here. Yeah, we do. We got to... Okay. The more I think about this, I'm not that mad. Like... We had a really good game at the end of the year. I'm mad at the draw we got. I'm not mad that we lost, because Memphis is a better basketball team. Yeah. Like, just... Just well, straight up. They're, they're just, they're just the a better team. They're the best team we've actually faced this year, and we could tell that. Like... Yeah. And even, they were very, very good. Uh, they were underseeded. Obviously, Bates was out with injury for a long time, and they were they were ranked top ten in the preseason poll. Like that's how much talent they had. It just didn't all come together. And that home they almost beat Gonzaga. Though that home stretch down the end of the season, they finally started putting it together. So them as a nine seed was lethal. Like they they had the talent of a top four seed, really. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
Yeah, so they came out and smacked us in the mouth. They were up 19 at half, and then we battled back. Like, the thing is, though... This is why I can't even be mad. We got came yeah. we came out and got hit in the mouth by a more talented team and battled back and made it like... I think it was a five-point game at one point when Tyson got that rebound, and then he got his pocket picked, and they got a layup, and that was pretty much it. Mm-hmm. We got it down to five with the ball in our hands. Like, yeah, like It was great. It was pretty ridiculous because um, if you look at all of our games this year, we've always had horrible like horrible starts. Quite like, a few. And then at the we end up pulling it back in like the second half, uh, the second yeah second half of the game. We just couldn't where, score in the first half, really. Yeah, and that's what or defend. Up, yeah, like, <laughs> to be honest. And that's our that was our biggest flaw. Everyone was talking about our free throw shooting and everything, but it was just basically our biggest flaw was not being able to play in the first half. Yeah, like. It sucks to send a boo out with a first round loss, but he was awesome in the second yeah. half. He was so so good in the second half. Like, if I remember correctly, I think we legend shot like, man. He it sucks that he's gonna be gone next year. He he was great. I think we shot like eighteen percent free throw in the first half, and then like Something ninety like in like the second. Could not buy a and, free throw or anything. And to we be even honest. outscored. So we outscored significantly. Almost by the same margin in the second half, Memphis, as they did in the first half with us. Well, yeah, that, which is we like almost came back. Yeah, and it was like it's pretty crazy because like if we would have kept that up, it it would have been lights out. Like at yeah. least if we were able to score at least a little bit more and not just stay at eighteen freaking points for like the whole first half, then it was rough. It would have been close, but I don't know if we would have made it through Memphis or through Gonzaga because no. if Memphis can do it, no. and they were very close. Memphis, I don't think. okay, you want to talk about? some favorable whistles. I think Memphis got screwed a little bit. Yeah. Did I you watch so that too. game? Yeah. Everyone's telling me no and that I'm crazy, but I don't know, man. Like, well, because notice how they had him in the first half, right? Mm-hmm. And then in the second half, Timmy catches fire. Why? Because the bigs get in foul trouble. And I didn't think that those fouls were really that. I don't know. It just felt like they were very inconsistent. And they've been inconsistent in every game, but. Well, that's what you get with I most I, I think events. I think if if Memphis's bigs could have stayed in the game, they win that game. Mm-hmm. But that's like the thing though is we'll never with know. every refs is that like nowadays is that it's kind of hard for refs not to be a little biased because you hear like Gonzaga and you're like, "Ooh, yeah." And then you hear like all these top-tier teams and you kind of want to root for them, and then it's like but the thing is that refs are like So, I think refs don't try to be biased, but sometimes they just personally are. Like with Tampa Bay, like the Tampa Bay Bucks, and like you know, like the Patriots. I don't think they meant to be biased, and relatively, I mean, some might have been, but like I think they were just kind of unconsciously biased. Like they didn't mean to be, but they kind of just I did no because idea. of all the things that they saw. The but. extent of my refing experience was Boys and Girls Club, so <laughs> I, I didn't know anybody, like, so I, I had no bias. I'm gonna be honest. Like for me, when I was ref, like little league flag football, if a coach was straight up yelling at me the whole game, I was not gonna give him a call. Like. If they're I feel straight that. up just, like, being horrible, I'm not going to give them a call. I feel like so, it's like, the opposite in college basketball, though. Like, the the ref, ooh, can't talk. The coaches that really work the refs seem to get makeup calls after doing that sometimes. Yeah, well, sometimes you see it, and you're like, they clearly call something that you missed, and you're yeah. like, oh, shoot, and then you kind of listen to them a little bit more. But, yeah, I think it's it's pretty hard to ref, not going to lie. You cannot judge refs because it's hard. If you haven't done it, it is hard. it's hard. It's very hard. I was doing, like, youth games, and I was still struggling, man. Dude, you, there's was, so much you have to watch. Horrible. Yeah, and, like, even the youth It's games. crazy, like, how 
how good they are at getting the hard stuff, like the stuff that's almost impossible to yeah. see. And then some of the obvious stuff just slips. I, don't, I know. It's crazy. It's just, well, like, I don't know. It's also hard with, like, Little Leagues, too, because it's not the exact rules. It's, like, NFL and, like, a college and high right. school. So it's There's not like a lot more subjectivity to, in that. Like, you yeah. got to... You know, in it, you have to know playing like out. like five year olds basketball, and they take like twelve steps. I'm like, well, do yeah, I really like, want to call that? Yeah, and it's like they they don't even really like they can't even hardly even shoot the ball. And you got for the that. opposing parents that care way too much. You know, like oh, that's a travel. Yeah, it's so if you stupid. call a travel, everyone's gonna be like, come on, man. Like, come on, they're, they're like they're like five. five yeah, like <laughs> I don't know. So the final four, you know, that was March Madness talk, I guess. <laughs> uh, the final four is Duke versus UNC and Villanova versus Kansas. It's pretty cool because UNC obviously ruined Coach K's last home game. Now they get another shot at them. First time these two teams have ever met in the tournament, which is kind of crazy to think about. So, I mean, I'll give my predictions, and I mean, if if you're smart, you'll take this and pick the exact opposite, as as we talked about earlier. Yep. Uh, I think, I think, okay, I actually didn't. I came in here knowing what I wanted to say, and now that I think about it, I just have no idea. I'm going to go Kansas over Villanova. That one was the harder one, in my opinion. I'm going to go Kansas. I, I did not believe in Villanova at the, at the beginning of the tournament. Yeah, me I was dead I wrong. I was dead I wrong. I think I like the second or dead wrong. first or second. I round. mean, they're the best free throw shooting team of all time. Yeah. All time. And I, I was against them. I don't know why. But Duke Who UNC, man. Duke UNC. I think North Carolina gets them again. I do. And then I think Kansas takes it over North Carolina in the championship. Mm-hmm. That's tough, though. You could make a strong case for any of these four teams. Yeah. Um, That's really tough. For me, uh, let me start with Villanova and Kansas. I'm going to go Villanova. I really do like free throws. And if you were listening to last episode that we had, the only thing that I was using to measure what teams I was picking was their defensive percentage and their free throw that shooting. Was, that's true. So I guess I have to stick with that. Um, as for Duke, Duke and UNC, I really liked UNC going into it. Um, I even had them in my Final Four, so I'm a pick you UNC gotta here. I got to stick with UNC. Um, I, I mean, UNC Villanova—that's a rematch of one of the best games of all time a couple years ago. The yeah. thing that, like, I—the thing that kind of scares me is that, like you said, there is the headline where it's like Duke is mad because their final home game was right. spoiled by UNC, and they're now they're, like, out for blood, you know? And it's like, Coach K, this is a final let's season. let's not act fighting. like UNC isn't determined to end Coach K's career. Yeah, they're also, like... They ended his home career, and now they could end his career in general? Like, mm-hmm. that'd be I huge. Think I just don't think they're as motivated as, like, Duke would be to get, like, a get like I, that. But I disagree. It's the Final Four. I feel like you're, everyone is completely yeah. locked in. So, I mean... I'm kind of nervous. I'm not as com- I mean, yeah, these are tough. I games really to pick. want UNC to win, and I do think I'm gonna pick them. But I don't know. It's it could go either way. If I'm gonna be honest, so UNC like, or Villanova in your championship? I'm gonna stick with. You know, I'm gonna go UNC. I'm, okay. I'm gonna go UNC. I don't got care. to. It, yeah, I mean, they were the <laughs> final four. The they were the final riding four pick. You got way. right. You got to ride riding with them. them all the Kansas way. was the final four pick. I got right, so I'm riding with them. Yeah, you know, but, gotta ride it. All right. But, It'll be interesting. And I also heard about this where it's like, so men's, so uh, just college basketball may not be like the, like, you know, like the most favorite sport in general, but it does have one of the best events. 
Oh yeah. Like with the Super Bowl, some people don't like the Super like don't like football, Super Bowl is not that fun to watch. Everyone watches the Super I, Bowl. I don't think the Super Bowl is that fun to watch. Yeah, and it's, it's honestly like, one of my least favorite games of the year. Yeah, there are so many commercials. Too, like, the halftime is so long. Well, the commercials just, suck now. Like yeah, it used to be so and hyped so up because so good ones. They're just so it long. The Super Bowl is not that enjoyable for me anymore. Like, obviously, it's football. It's, like, the biggest yeah. game of the year, so it's cool. I feel like the playoff games are more interesting the, than the actual Super Bowl. The playoff Bowl, games leading honest. up are so much better. Yeah. Especially, it's always the divisional round. The divisional mm-hmm. round is always so good, I feel like. But, well, like, and then I feel like for the M- for the NBA, I feel like, and even for the MLB a little bit, um, I don't I don't really like the buildup, I guess, or the finals. For it, because it's just seven games and you're kind of extended on it, it gives you a better chance to watch it. But single I'm elimination like, is probably more exciting. But because you've already seen it, you know. The like, thing about the NBA and the MLB is the better team wins almost every time. Yeah. And so some people like that, some people don't. But mm-hmm. like these, these are not the four best college basketball teams this year. Yeah, it's just like upset. No way. St. Peter's was not one of the teams. eight best teams in the country this year. Yeah. It's just how it works in March Madness. So. It's pretty interesting. I like it. Like, something like this would never happen in the NBA. Yeah. I mean, I th- I think, I don't think an eight seed has ever won two rounds in the NBA. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but I know the Warriors upset the one seed Mavericks one time, which was insane. It's like a huge thing, and I don't know. It, the the better team almost always wins in the NBA. Yeah. But it's, it's pretty interesting, but that's how we feel um, on MLB. So... You can take the lead here a yeah. little bit. <laughs> so, as you know, we kind of pushed off MLB for a little bit because we've had, you know, we've been kind of busy with NFL and March Madness. So it kind of got overshadowed. But, yes, we'll be picking up where we kind of left off. So we mentioned that there was a deal, but we wanted to go more in-depth on that deal. So in the deal, what they have here is um, – so the cap, like the – you know how they do caps in every – sport i guess um it's 230 million in 2023 and it peaks at 244 million in the final year of the cba um so i think this is a i don't know how many years this is i try to find out but i had no clue so they said in 2023 so i don't know if it's like only for a couple years or like but i have no clue um i'm assuming they only did like a shorter deal because it didn't seem like they got as much as they wanted i have no idea mlb pa but yeah, uh, as well, that's the introduction of a new tier that starts at sixty million past the threshold. The highest tier used to sit at forty million, and that is the contract, um, the tax penalty tier thing. I don't know what that is. If I'm going to be honest, <laughs> I just kind of put that in here. Uh, there's also a minimum salary of seven hundred thousand, and it peaks at seven hundred eighty thousand by the final year. So that's like the lowest amount that they could offer a player yeah. just in general. I don't know if that's just for the MLB or for, like, the minor leagues, too. I have no clue. No, that won't be but, minor leagues. I yeah, because I was like, that kind of sounds weird. And the pre-arbitration pool, that is $50 million. That was one of the things that they're arguing a ton over. And they also got a 12-team postseason uh, format. It used to be 10 teams, and last year they added 16 because of the COVID, and they had, like, yeah, they had a weird season in general. So they ended up having 12 teams. So I think that's because it's always the uh, it's always the east, west, and central that get a like the top of the seeds get a spot, and then it's two 
wildcard team. So I'm assuming it's just going to be one wildcard team for each the Central and or American and National. So I'm assuming. So they're just going to add one more wildcard team. Yeah. I'm assuming. So they're going to do that. That's going to be interesting, at least for... Because it's normally like... It kind of sucks that there's only two wildcard teams in there. So I don't know. I personally yeah, like it. Ten is not but, very many. Yeah, ten's not a lot because especially when it's only there's only three division winners for each thing. Yeah. So it's only two wild card spots for both spot like hmm. for both leagues. So or both divisions, I guess. So it. I really like it. I kind of like the sixteen if I'm going to be honest because I like the more teams in there because it yeah. kind of makes it interesting. I think so but, too. Uh. Especially because baseball in the beginning, they don't do seven games the whole time. Yeah, like it's, the the first. I think the, the wild card is one game, isn't it? Yeah, well, there's a there's a play in game, and that's one game. Then there, I think the first round is five. Then it's five. I thought it was wild card is one, then three, five, seven, seven. Um, I, I could be wrong. I think wild card is three. No, then either way. I think play in is one. Wild card is three. Uh, five is, um, no, that must not be right. I think wild card is five, then the other one is seven, and I think the other one is seven. I don't know. I We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it we'll out. We'll learn more about baseball. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't know why I'm blanking, because I don't really like, I, I don't know. I haven't watched the playoffs in a while. I only watched the, I picked it up, like, last season I kind of, Stop watching it a little bit, but yeah. by the end I started watching a little bit. But uh, anyways, first game is on April seventh, so that's only like a week or so. So that should be interesting. I also wanted to highlight the biggest moves. I only got two here. Uh, the, There's I, a ton of big moves. I know. <laughs> I, I, I kind of forgot to add them all in here. Um, okay. Go ahead, I'll pull them. Up. But yeah, I got the Met. The Met signed Max Scherzer, which is pretty big because yeah. now they got Max Scherzer and they also got Degrom. Like. That's pretty insane. That's pretty insane. As long as they keep them healthy, that could be like the best pitching rotation in basketball or baseball. Basketball. Basketball. Oh man, I'm losing it today. Uh, the Myers Mariners also signed Robbie Ray. I really like this move because the Mariners were very close last year. They made a very big push, and they were like, I think they're like dead last in their um, in the West, and they just came back and were almost. They I, uh, they also know. traded for Jesse Winker. Yeah, who is the, really the Mariners good. are making big moves. I uh, we'll talk about it a little bit more because there's this uh, this pre just spring training a power rankings list, I guess. So some other big moves: the Red Sox got Trevor Story, That's which is big. big. Uh, Carlos Correa was widely believed to be like the number one free agent. He went to the Twins. Uh, Castellanos went to the Phillies. Kenley Jansen to the, the Braves. Uh, Padres got Luke Voigt. Padres are also pretty scary. Freddie Freeman to the Dodgers was a pretty big one. And then after losing Freeman, the A's got Matt Olson. I remember that one. Uh, Chris Bryant signed a seven-year deal with the Rockies. Um, Dude, why would he leave? That's the thing. Is like, those why are the big Chris ones Bryant that leave? I... Why would anyone leave the Dodgers? Like They have a... I mean, Kyle Schwarber to the Phillies also. The Phillies are probably going to make it pretty close this year, but they—I think they normally choke though too. So the Dodgers. Yeah, those are a lot of the big ones. Yeah, um, there's also Cindergard to the Angels. 
But, I mean, that one is kind of like an iffy one. I mean, at least they're making some moves to their increase their pitching, but they're probably not going to be good. But we have these power rankings here. Um, it has Dodgers at number one, which is pretty obvious. White Sox at number two, Rays three, Yankees four, Mets five, Blue Jays six, Braves seven, um, Astros eight. That's Padres at 10. Uh, Mariners at 14, which is kind of – Phillies at 15 too. Like hmm. – there's some of these Ti- I don't agree Tigers with. at 16. What? Tigers at 16. They've been bad forever. Yeah. I don't I don't agree with most of these. Twins got Correa. They're still down at 23. I mean, the Twins kind of always suck. They're kind of not that good. Um, I don't I don't really get some of these like like I said, uh Pirates and Orioles at the bottom. Those, that surprises yeah. <laughs> nobody. Whoa, that's crazy. Um, I do have some gripes with the top 5. I would put the Mets over the Yankees at least for now with the um with their pitching. Their pitching is great. I really like that. Rays, I agree with three. I would maybe move them to two, switch them with the White Sox. Uh, I also like the Blue Jays. I really like the Blue Jays with uh, Guerrero. He's really good. He should have, in my opinion, won uh, MVP last year. Over Otani? Yeah. No. I Well, he was a better hitter. Otani, I think he was a really good hitter. Don't get me wrong. And I'm an Angels fan, but... Uh, then how can you possibly say Otani didn't deserve the MVP? Because Guerrero was he's he was the best hitter. He was the best hitter. It's like, most valuable player. Yeah, but the thing is though is that I wanted to judge it not off of uh, not off of pitching because there is a pitching MVP award. Like, yeah, but he did both. Yeah, but like I think I, defi- nah, he I definitely deserved Guerrero. that. He definitely deserved that. They didn't that. even get to the like they didn't even go that far. They didn't even do well. And that was also because a Trout was missing, but like I don't know. I I personally didn't think that he should have won it, but I don't know. I'm pretty critical on my own team's players, I guess. But uh, what else did I have? I had I had the Mariners way up, like way higher, probably like in at least eight or nine. Really? Like, I really like the Mariners. They did really. They had a great stretch at the very end of the season, and adding like the players that they did, I I actually really like them. I don't know. That could just be me, but I. You know, I'm kind of high on the Mariners as well. Do you have anything else for baseball? No. no yeah. Not really. <laughs> oh, okay. On to NFL news. Yeah. Okay. Uh, some big offseason moves since we were last talking. The biggest one has got to be Deshaun Watson to the Browns. Yep. Uh, the Browns managed to get Deshaun Watson, even though it was, was supposedly crazy. narrowed down to the Falcons, Saints, and Panthers. Well, the Browns swoop in. Like, they were eliminated. Like, they had yeah. the meeting. And then they were like, "No, we're not gonna, we're not gonna get you to the Browns or whatever." But he eliminated the Browns. And then I think it was like two days later, they're like, "The Browns," but and they managed to trade for him without giving up a player. I know, which is insane. It's ridiculous. And then What'd Deshaun get? Watson gets two hundred and thirty million guaranteed, the most guaranteed money ever, right? Mm-hmm. So that's insane. Um, obviously, he's not going to be charged criminally. He'll still have civil lawsuits. Uh, Lots of mixed opinions on this. I've seen a lot of, not a lot, I've seen some people on Twitter be like, okay, well, I'm done being a Browns fan and jump on another team. They're just going to be like this until Deshaun Watson gets them to the playoffs, like as like a three or four seed. And then they're going to be like, oh, what? But the thing is, though, is how I see it, is everyone, regardless of, he's been stating his innocence for this whole time, and he 
before this, he didn't really seem like we did it. I personally didn't think he did it at the beginning until there was just just an abundance. The thing that is a little iffy for me is, like, how often he pled the fifth. Like, when he had the opportunity to answer questions, he would just not answer. Well, that's what people do normally. That's a little... Well, that's like uh, because don't they don't want to incriminate themselves by like saying something without their lawyers. You kind of incriminate yourself by not. But you can't use that. Answering. Like the thing is, though, is if you say something that you can't take back, or if you miss like misspeak, like that could that could hurt you I way guess. worse than actually saying something in general. Either way, it's been a very polarizing move. Um, yeah. He's obviously incredibly talented, and the Browns got way better. Assuming he didn't forget how to play football over the last year. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, big, big move. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But that Just leads makes to the AFC with... even more stacked. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. I, I don't even... Top 10 quarterbacks, there's arguments that like... Well, I don't think there's any argument that there's only three in the NFC, and that's it. I think... Or in the, yeah, in the NFC, and that's it. And all the rest are AFC. I don't. I don't want to say a list, but like the Aaron Rodgers, Matt or not Matt Ryan, uh, Matt Stafford and Tom Brady, and that's it for the NFC. I don't yeah. think there's any other. All the other ones are in AFC, so yeah. I don't even think. And they're all young too, like all a young quarterbacks, like Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, why am I Joe Lamar. Burrow, um, Lamar, Justin yeah. Herbert? Yeah. They're all like at least I don't know. I think Josh Allen is like 26 and. So Something Patrick like Mahomes, that. So, but they're all like at least twenty five ish, like in that area. Like that's ridiculous. They still got, and with quarterbacks playing in their forties, right? That's ridiculous. But, uh, yeah. So smaller quarterback move, but still notable. Matt Ryan gets traded to the Colts for a third round pick. I kind of like this one. Uh, what do you think? I don't really know how I feel about. It. I don't. I think he's an upgrade from <laughs> definitely upgrade from Carson Wentz. If Even if he is, it's not that big of an upgrade. Well, I think they're gonna get make it make it to the playoffs at least, because if they went with Philip, I don't Rivers, know, man. The AFC Rivers got washed. way better. The AFC yeah. is so much better now than it was when they made it with Philip Rivers. But the Colts have a really good roster. So though. much better. They're not carried by quarterback play, but they have a pretty good roster. Like Jonathan I think Taylor, seven teams make the playoffs. They almost made it with Jonathan Taylor, just just straight up. Like, I guess they'll probably win their division, so they'll probably automatically get in. Yeah, I think. I mean, although the Titans might win that division, despite. Yeah, if you think about it, with that division, they have the Jaguars, and the, if the Jaguars miraculously the ja- the make Jackson a, Texans aren't going to make it next year. Yeah, like if unless the Jaguars miraculously make a crazy leap, like with yeah. Trevor Lawrence or something, they I need, doubt it. They need Christian Kirk to like plate up to his contract. <laughs> up to his that contract. <laughs> That's what they're hoping. They're like, if we pay you this much, will you be? Maybe good? you'll be better. <laughs> and and the Texans, it, the I don't AFC even know what they're West. Doing. All four of the AFC West teams are better than all four of the AFC South teams. Yeah, like, I don't... That's kind of ridiculous. But I also like it this way where it's like... And technically, one, all four of them can't make it, so... Yeah, I know, especially with the three teams now in the wild card. Because before, it was only two teams. They probably won't. They... I don't think the Raiders are going to make it. I definitely think the Chargers and I don't the know, man. They got will. a lot better. Chandler Jones and Devontae Adams. Yeah, but compared to... Those it, are two elite players. But would you take them over the Chargers and the Broncos? I don't have to. I can yeah, take them all. But it, if, well, let's think if you think it. about it realistically. So I, I think that I'm taking the Raiders over the Colts or Titans. Yeah. So Colts or Titans, one will win the division. I'll take the Raiders over the loser. 
I'll take the Colts, or I'll take the Raiders over. I feel like I'd take them over we need to, the second-place team in every other division. If then. we wanted to do this, yeah, we'd have to do Because the Bills will win the, the East, place. so it's between the Dolphins, Patriots, and Jets. I think I'm taking the Raiders out of those. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think Over the Ravens, win. too, and the... Ooh. See, that gets tough, because Bengals, Steelers, Ravens... Browns. Browns. Okay. I have no idea. I think... I don't think they're going to make it realistically. They have a chance, though. I think, they have a good chance. I think it's a really good chance that the Chargers and the Broncos will make it, both as... I think, honestly, the Chargers are going to win the division. I'm going to be but interested think, to see what the Broncos look like. Yeah. I, I think the Broncos are the most iffy one. I think the Chargers and the Chiefs are still going to be good. I think there's a legitimate chance the Raiders are better than the Broncos this year. Yeah, I think I think so, too, because I think... I don't know. I wouldn't, like, jump off a cliff for it, but, like... I definitely think the Broncos are really good with Russell Wilson. But the thing is, though, is that Russell Wilson in his last year kind of was, like, not motivated and now, to be kind fair, of an off year. He was hurt on a bad team. Yeah, and that was the thing. And and doesn't I, seem like he wanted to be there. The thing is, though, is that I think the Broncos roster was much better than the Seahawks one. And I've seen Russell Wilson carry a roster, a dead roster, yeah. to the playoffs, which is why I'm giving him an edge over the over the Raiders, but the Raiders did have a magical last season. And Josh McDaniels does have question marks to him. I think I'm not... Yeah, but they're just a much better team now. Yeah, but would you take Nathaniel Hackett, who's, like, had notoriously, like, pretty good... I don't think it all is going to come down to coaching. Like, adding Devontae and Chandler Jones, that's insane. I don't know. That's insane. But they also have Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, like... Other than Devontae Adams, I think it's kind of just like the Packers. Yeah, I mean, Renfro and they have Waller. Renfro and then Waller. Okay, yeah, Waller. But like Renfro, Renfro and Waller are that. both better than any other option the Packers had besides Devontae. Yeah, but it's a little bit of upgrade. But like with Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy, I I don't know. I mean, plus Russell Wilson, I would take Russell Wilson. Take Devontae Adams over Cortland Sutton. Jerry yeah. Judy, I would take him over Hunter Renfro. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think I would. Seriously? Not right, not right now. No, Judy can't catch the ball, dude. He drops everything. <laughs> Judy, what? Yeah, but he has a ball in his hand. He's great. He's way better than yeah, Renfro. You have to catch it to get your. No, he is yeah. not better than Renfro right now. He could be. Yeah, but he also had. Like, he has the potential to be, in, but Renfro like, is consistent quarterback play. Too, Renfro is so. definitely better right now. I think we'll have to see, but yeah, Judy can't stay him? healthy and can't catch the ball. <laughs> yeah, but with Judy, he also had horrible quarterback play the whole season as well. Like I don't care who your quarterback is. If the ball to, hits you in the hands and you can't catch it. It's harder to catch it, like, depending on the quarterback. Like it kinda you have ah. to get used to the quarterback as well. But that's just how Renfro's I see it. Renfro's definitely better right now. Uh, Judy has the potential to be great, don't get me wrong. But he's not yet. Mm. Not at all. Uh and other moves. Marks Mariota to the Falcons to replace I don't know about this one. I think it's definitely temporary it's move. Just a bridge. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean I don't I think Mariota, we've already seen enough of him to know that he's not going to, like, light up the league. Like, yeah. I mean, I would hope he would, but I don't really I don't really think he would. I don't think anyone thinks he realistically would. Jameis Winston is a different picture because we still, I feel like... Jameis is better. I think we haven't seen enough of Jameis still because, like, he's he seen a, a much, ton of He was a much different player last year than he was before. Yeah, like... He was playing good. And he's played pretty decent. Like, he's been able to sling it, like, 
just in general. Yeah. In the NFL, and like he was protecting it pretty well last year too. Yeah, and that was his biggest concern hurt. was protecting the ball. And if if he was able to protect the ball way better, then he's a better quarterback. Like Mariota, it's kind of harder because he's a running like majority quarterback, and he doesn't have that much of an arm. It'll be interesting to see how Winston does now without Sean Payton. But yeah, that's the biggest thing. So I think I kind of like that one. Tyreek to the Dolphins. That was a shocker. Yeah, I did not see that coming. That happened all in one day. Uh, I don't. Like, I don't trade like rumors this. happen. I don't like this for anybody. I don't like it for Tyreek. I don't like it for the Chiefs. I don't really like it for the Dolphins. Well, honestly. the Dolphins. It's kind of like they can't get Tyreek the ball where he needs it. Okay. Well, how or I see it, where he has the potential to get. Well, Tua's going to get it like five yards. Like that's that's where he lives. Tua has like literally zero excuses. If he's it's not like, like really good this year, he's gone. Well, the thing with Tyreek is that. Some of his most success this year, after they figured out that he can't just run deep, like they're two man yeah. afterwards, what they did was they ran him underwards on like a on a slant or something, and they just had him shoot right through the gaps of like. That's what the, Waddle's gonna do, and though. that's what they did, and that's the thing is that's kind of concerning. Is that's kind of like the Embiid Simmons thing where they both wanted to <laughs> you know take <laughs> the rim and they didn't work together. Where it was just like they both were kind of like Tyree, similar. Tyreek not going deep is not going to be a Tyreek thing. It'll be a Tua thing. Yeah, and that's the that's the issue is that Tyreek is really good over the like over the you know like the sidelines over the hashes. He's good everywhere. And it's just Tua can't get well, the ball all the yeah, way like, out there. Most he's of able. The time. That's where he succeeds the most is just going right across like the sideline, just darting it, and also over the middle and everywhere where he's able to go off there, catch it, and then sprint. And that's the thing is if Waddle does that too, then, I mean, it's going to be hard for them as well. So I don't, I don't know. know. We'll have to see. They also added most. I think this is so better they, for Waddle. They are than, crazy fast. I know. That is also pretty good. They are good. crazy fast. So. The thing is that most are also I just, they're not gonna issues. Use, they're not going to use Tyreek to the potential that he has because yeah. I don't think they can. They wouldn't use Tyreek Hill as much, I think. And I think Waddle will have the best of this because Waddle will be way more open than he I th- was Waddle's gonna Waddle will catch more passes than Tyreek. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that, yards but... and touchdowns, but he'll catch more passes. Mm, I don't. I, he probably have. He's bro. He's a catch machine. Yeah, but like they got to throw it to Tua. Two is a dump like... down machine, and Jalen Waddle's a great short route runner. It's a match made in heaven. Yeah. I don't know. For I just feel like if you have Tyreek, you have to throw to him as much. You as do, you can. Like, but I don't think that but... he's going to catch more balls than Jalen Waddle. Uh, I mean, maybe. Um, I think Jalen Waddle will be over a hundred next year. Catches for sure. If uh, I don't know, I'll have to see. I but, would not be shocked. I'll say this now. I think Teddy Bridgewater starts at least two games this year for whatever yeah. reason, whether it's injury, I'm whether he beats him out. I think he'll start multiple games this year. I do not believe in Tua. I think uh, the thing is, is that Tua and Mac Jones, they have incredibly low ceilings, in my opinion. I don't think Mac Jones is the same. I don't I think, think so. I, I, think, I, I, think Mac, I would take Mac Jones I think over Mac is Tua. better now and has a much higher ceiling. I think Mac is better now and has been better. But I don't, I don't know. I don't really like his ceiling as well. I think he doesn't get enough credit for where, where his ceiling is. For a rookie, you just don't trust him. For I a mean, rookie, like, he was really, I'm... really good at reading the field. Yeah, now like, he's never gonna be like a top three quarterback. Okay, well, but, he doesn't have the arm talent, and that's what Tom Brady. He didn't, but like, like he can read the field well. He can make most of the throws that he reads. He he's good. He, well, his he's good is also and, not helping him out at all and this year. He still has a ceiling. The I Patriots think. are like screwing him over so hard. The whole roster, I don't even know what they're doing with it. So I don't know how he'll succeed with that new roster. 
But you got to think they'll make a push for Julio, right? <sighs> Maybe. Who knows? Uh, as well, Von Miller to Bills. I like this move, but I do not like the contract. Six years for Von Miller? That's uh, it's not. That's way it's, too it's long. It's like a two-year deal. It, didn't it say six years? It is six years, six. but the way they structure contracts now, it's really like a two- or three-year deal. Oh, yeah, because they do like... Just I want to say stuff. it was like three years, 60 million, and then it's all voidable or something like that. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's really not a bad contract. That's just that's just how they do it now. Teams mm-hmm. know the cap is real, but teams they kind of like know how to avoid know it. how to manipulate the cap. Then we also have Mitch Trubisky, the Steelers. Yeah, it's it's a three year deal. Is it ba- okay. basically after that? There's yeah, there's forty five million dead cap this year if they cut him, which like they just signed him. Then forty, then twenty one. After three years, it's seven three and zero. Oh, so they could basically just they can cut ties after three years if they want. Yeah, which it makes it sound a little bit better, I guess. Um, Mitch Trubisky to the Steelers. That was an interesting move. Uh, I don't like necessarily hate it, but the other quarterbacks in that division are Burrow, Lamar, and Deshaun Watson. Yeah. So, good and luck. They, they also said that they were trying to get good luck. Baker if he was cut, which is also saying that they're kind of, I don't know. I kind So of, you go from the fourth best quarterback in the division to the Fourth, fourth best, best quarterback in the division. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not really much of an upgrade, it, if at like, all. Like, we'll see. Yeah, I want to. I want to see Trubisky in a starting role again. I'm interested. I want to see Baker on the like have another start too, like another chance as late at least. Where though? Because I mean, he had spurts, and they could be arguments that they were trying to force feed the ball to OBJ a ton, and that's what kind of hurt him as well. The and problem with OBJ is some. OBJ wasn't getting the ball when he was open. Yeah, and like. That was kind of like a faulty, and uh, that's on Baker. I think Kitchens was also kind of stupid. Odell so was open. I think as well. It was, it was this kind year of too, like, though. Yeah, well, that was also the thing. If that the was coach concerning. draws up a play and Odell runs a route and gets open and doesn't get the ball, that's on Baker. Spurts, that's not on the like, coach. That's not on Odell. Year, that's on Baker. Not last year, but the year before that, when they went like eight and three, like stint after uh, OBJ was hurt. It seemed like it was a different Baker, so it's like kind of a tale of two Bakers, so it'll kind of have to see, but I don't, I don't know. know. It's It'll be interesting, uh, but the thing is that he's not on the move, and I don't know if he'll be on the move until after they decide if Watson gets a suspension or not. If you're Baker, why would you stay, though? Yeah, like, I would just say I'm refusing to if play, I'm ba- like, regardless. I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't play for them. Yeah, I would be like, no, I'm sitting out, but I don't know if that's what they're trying to do, if they're trying to see what Deshaun Watson gets, like, as a suspension. I also nothing, think there's but... just not much of a market. Yeah. You think about well, every team too. Every team that needed a quarterback really got one. You can argue that the Panthers and Seahawks still need one, but the Panthers would have to eat a bunch of dead cap on Darnold, so they're probably going to wait or draft one. And the Seahawks, like, I don't, Baker and Jimmy, are, those are the two that are really stuck. They mm-hmm. don't really move the needle for Seattle, really. Yeah. Like, Seattle's going to go rebuild, whether they want to admit it or not. Like, they're rebuilding. Neither of those guys are really a quarterback you want leading the rebuild. They're, yeah. they're bridge guys, so. What, I have, what I'm going to predict, Baker gets cut, gets signed by the Steelers. Jimmy G stays. They play him for a little bit and have a little bit of competition. They keep him for when he's injured, have Trey Lance start the season, and kind of say, oh, he's healing, I guess, and kind of pull a J- Joe Flacco, where they kind of use him as kind of like – a bridging thing, and they saw, they try to say try to trade him 
before the like he just has no trade work. value. Nobody wants him. And that's him. what I think they're going to try to do is trade him afterwards. I think he's going to get, get cut. Try to get some value, then they're probably going to cut him. I don't think they're going to cut him. They're probably going to cut him midseason. I think he survives this offseason as well. I think he gets but cut during training camp. During training camp? I don't know. I th- after his shoulder heals, they're going to try to trade him again. That they've pretty much said that. They're going to yeah. try to trade him again. I don't think they're going to be able to. I just yeah. don't. I don't think so either. And if you keep you can't keep him on the roster and start Lance. Like it's just not going to happen. Like that would tear the locker room apart. Well, you know the argument of The guys like, love Jimmy. Like he's a he's a leader and he's a teammate that everybody loves, but he's just not very good. Yeah. So if he's in there, he's going to be starting and he he cannot start again. He just can't. Yeah. And like the argument with uh, you know, like big players, where it's like, why don't you just trade the first round picks for a established quarterback like Deshaun Watson? Because you already know what they're gonna look like. That kind of goes the other way, where it's like you've already seen what Jimmy G right. is, and it's like I'd rather take a quarterback risk on someone else, like I mean, a rookie. What, that his value is only like a third and, or a fourth, but yeah. at the same time, if you're trading that for him, you're losing a mid round pick, mm-hmm. and you have to eat his salary, well, which is like, a lot. It was like, I would rather go for someone who hasn't proven themselves. So they could be bad. They could be worse than him, or they could be better. Where Jimmy, he, you already know where you're getting with him. So if you're rather rather take a gamble, I guess. So that's why I think people would rather take a risk on at least Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett, who is desperate for a quarterback at least right now. Honestly, I thought but, Jimmy was a good trade target this offseason because of how like weak the quarterback class is and how good it is next year. I thought that it was perfect for a team to trade for him, keep but their nope. head above water, and then draft one next year. But, I mean, teams picked Mariota over him. Teams picked Trubisky over him. Yeah, like, that's pretty He bad. just has no value. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And then but, today, the NFL updated the overtime rules, but just for the postseason as mm-hmm. of right now. So now both teams will get a possession no matter what. And then if if a two if both teams score a touchdown on their first possession, it just goes back to normal basically mm-hmm. and just the next score wins so you know it i guess people are getting what they want here um i kind of like it you know it just feels like if you give up a touchdown then if you go score one you're kind of back to square one like like you're not going to get another chance if you give up any points at all right well, i guess wait, it gives wait, you, what do you mean? It, it does give you two chances to get a stop i guess but well it gives you extra point which extra the winner, I, so I would vital, say that like the extra point or two point. I would say the winner of the coin toss is still going to win almost every time. Yeah, I mean, well, how I see it is they're going to get extra points. So it depends on if the team's going to risk it and try to go for a for two and just almost solidify a at least a tie at that point or a second overtime, I guess, theoretic or a second drive, for a better term, or if they're just going to like go for the seven and then risk the other team winning it all on the second drive with an extra point. Or but if you go version. for two and don't get it, then you're cooked. Yeah. And that's the thing is I would see, which it, I'll have to see how it plays out. Cause some of these rules, this is what will be nice for the XFL is because the XFL would be for these rules to see how they actually play out. Cause some of these rules look good on paper, kind of like the, what was it? The pass interference rule. That everyone was like, "Oh, this looks good on paper." Where you could just review extra pass and then the rest just refused the, to ever. It was change. horrible. Yeah, yeah, and it was like that did not work. They didn't want to admit that they're horrible, and 
PI calls are very, like, controversial, and they're so subjective, but, yeah, it's kind of weird. It, it'll be interesting. Also, I want to talk about DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Uh, there's a ton of suspicions that they're going to move off of them or not because they were talking about how, like, there's trade rumors with the, I think it was the Packers and the Chiefs for Tyler Lockett or DK Metcalf. And right now it seems like DK Metcalf's going to stay. I would guess that he does. He's young. Well, they said that they were like they were going to do whatever to sign him. I don't think they're. Also... I don't think they're looking to move him. So if he wants to be there, he'll stay. Yeah. Tyler Lockett. I'm not sure. The I thing think about Tyler Lockett, Lockett will probably move. Well, the thing about Lockett though is he's not. He's older now. Right, and he's not the most appealing wide receiver available. Yeah. You got you got Julio and Odell out there still, and neither of them. You wouldn't have to give up picks for either of them. You'd have mm-hmm. to give up picks for Lockett. So um, I don't know. know. Well, Tyler Lockett was Tyler kind Lockett of like, also has a pretty big contract too. So Tyler Lockett was if kind you can of like, get Odell Beckham for less money and not give up any picks, you get Odell. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't go for Lockett. That's but just how I Ty- feel. But o- OBJ also towards ACL, so you don't know if you're going to get him the same or not. Fair, so there's question yeah. marks. Also, with, but he's done that before and he came back well. Yeah, but it's a second torn ACL in the same nah, leg. I don't know. I'm. I have pretty big concerns about that. And Julio. I'm pretty sure that's what both. The same did. health concerns too. Like I don't even know how many games he played last season. It wasn't that many. Lockett missed several games last year too, didn't he? Yeah, but Tyler Lockett's been very consistently, relatively, for the most part. Like, and Tyler Lockett was kind of like Tyreek Hill before Tyreek Hill. No. Yeah, he was. He's not even close to return, as fast. He was fast, and he had He's not great even return close to he as was, fast. Yeah, but that's why he was like Tyree Kill before Tyree Kill, and then Tyree Kill completely obliterated it. Uh, like I don't was, think we've ever seen. He was the fast Kill. short receiver that was really good at returns. I don't think we've ever seen a receiver this fast be this good this at was, everything. Well, this was the thing. Was like. Everyone when we saw Ty- Tyler Lockett was like, oh, this guy's really good at returning. Oh, he's also really good and really fast when it comes to receiving. And then all of a sudden we saw Tyreek Hill and we're like, this guy's, we haven't seen anything like him. But like, the thing is, is that Tyler Lockett was really good like this before. And I think Tyler Lockett has better hands than Tyreek Hill, if I'm going to be honest. No, but I don't think Tyree so. Tyreek Hill is much faster, which makes him much more of a value. But I would be personally fine with Tyler Lockett. They did say with the Packers right now that they wanted a fast receiver, but so maybe Tyler Lockett. And they it's also had not exactly that, a burner at this stage, though. I don't know. Do you want I think a it'd fast be guy. A lot of the rookies are faster than him. Yeah, that'll be interesting though. Like Chris Olave, maybe. Now on to soccer. Got to um, be the first time we've talked about it. <laughs> I think we've mentioned soccer, like how we don't like soccer, but not more than that. Yeah, or like we don't know much about the soccer. I think you said something about how you thought soccer was more interesting than hockey. No, I did not. No, <laughs> hockey no. was more interesting than soccer. Not, sorry, my bad. I mixed that up. And I think we talked about how we were trying to mention how many teams we knew or something and for Jeez, soccer. That like wouldn't the, go well. The U.S. League. Like, I don't even know. I know L.A. Galaxy, and I think there's Portland Timbers. I, think I could it. probably name 10 to 12. 10 to 12? How many? You don't believe me? Name them. Name them okay. right now. Right there's now. the LA Galaxy. Oh, after I named them. There's the Portland Timbers. <laughs> Whoa. Seattle Sounders. There's LAFC. There's the Chicago Fire, I believe they're called. Cincinnati FC. Charlotte FC. New York Red Bull. 
Oh, I got this. Come on. Come to me. Come on. I got this. Atlanta has a team, but I can't remember what they're called. Atlanta FC. I'm giving myself half of that. <laughs> You're giving yourself half? Yeah, I'm giving myself half. You just name the biggest cities and be like, oh, I know it. Re- uh, Real Salt Lake. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Chicago has Re- one. I'm pretty no, sure Re- Portland has no, one. No, I know they do. Real Salt Lake, the Philadelphia Union. Oh, come on. New England Revolution. Dude. I'm not giving you the FC ones. I know ball. I'm not giving you that's the That's what FC they're ones. called. Yeah, but that's like stupid. That's what a lot of them are called. It. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, you know, I'm pretty sure New York has one. I'm pretty sure. That's what a lot of them are called. I'm pretty sure Florida has one. I'm pretty sure. I don't think they do. Atlanta. No. I'm pretty sure. That's what a lot of them are called. The I, can't, I can't help what they name themselves. <laughs> that's whatever, not up to whatever. me. That's not, whatever. that's not up to me. I meant like the name ones, but whatever. Yeah, I but, know ball. But anyways, we were talking about the national or the not national, the the world, I don't know, <laughs> FIFA. It's the national that team. Yeah, it's, No, it's but like, what team. do they call it? Yeah, but I thought national was more like United States. It's the United States team. That's why it's a national team. No, but we have United States, like a league in the United States, and I thought that was more like national. No, that's the MLS. That's just... I know, but I thought you call that more national, like nation. No, na- uh, your like national team nation. is your country. I don't know. It's weird. Because, like, you know, that's what you kind of call your nation, like, nation. Exactly. But the nation, United States of America. I know, but it's like a nation. It's the league, nation's team, the national league team. League nation. I don't know. But, yeah, we're talking about the U.S. men's national team, and we're actually. <laughs> what? We're actually. There kidding. we go. National team. No, but, like, when you say national, like, you think of, I was thinking, like, think the of national the league. Like, the national oh. league. Is that what you call it? I don't know. Let's don't just get. Know. Let's just move on. The national team were actually <gasps> good. Breaking news: The yeah. Eagles are bringing back their Kelly Green uniforms for the 2023 season. Finally, that's huge. Those are the best uniforms of all time. Yeah. Continue. Ooh, I wanted to make a TikTok about the like my Those are top my favorite. five with the helmets jerseys all time. They're really nice. That means because they just brought back the rule where it's the cream like. I think they called it the creamsicle rule or something like that, where yeah. you can bring back your throwback helmets because they had that stupid rule where you could only wear one helmet. Yeah. And that was so ridiculous. Like, Yeah. Those are my favorite, but go that's ahead. so stupid. But soccer. the soccer team, the men's soccer team is actually pretty good for the first time in a while. It's normally the women's team that's really great, but this time the men's team is doing pretty well. They, I think it's... Destroyed Panama yeah. in the last game. It was 5-1. Yeah, they Pulisic had a hat trick, I believe. Look at me. Look at me. Let's go. Yeah, you were like you were talking about how you, know you don't know nothing about soccer I before know this. And you know more than me. <laughs> well yeah, I know more than you. I live with two people who watch soccer every day. Oh yeah, that's true. It's an unfair advantage. It is. But yeah, do you wanna say do you wanna say this then? If you know way more than me? You can say it. You can say it. I don't think. Okay, so our, you probably will add in more information. Our national, than I would. Probably not. Our national team will qualify for the World Cup this year with a win, a draw, or a loss by less than six goals to Costa Rica. So oh, that's a shocker. It is almost certain, like as certain watch as us, it can watch possibly us lose get. By six goals, like we just completely just let Costa Rica um, just run. To over get back us. into the World Cup, obviously there was a huge. Uh, disappointment by not making it last time so they have a golden opportunity to get back there it, it might be one of the biggest chokes of all time if they lose by six to costa rica <laughs> Man, that'd be not might that probably would be so. would be yep. yeah that'd be like a 20 but, 20 to 6 yeah that's the extent of our soccer knowledge at the moment i believe yeah. i don't know okay 
how does soccer okay i'm just gonna say this how does soccer work like for the for like the world cup what is I mean? it like so they have these these qualifiers so they have like six or seven games as a qualifier their qualifiers they, go on for a long time is this the last game of the qualifier i don't know it's costa rica dude i have no clue I don't I'm, know. A, I'm gonna be honest. It's but after the qualifiers, all the teams that qualify are in, and then they have a group stage where all the teams in the group play each other, and then you have to get a certain amount of points. I, th- I think it's three for a win, one for a draw, none for a loss, and then like the top point getters are put into a single elimination bracket, and then it's like March Madness from there. Mm-hmm. That there... could that could not be exactly right, but that's well, what I, I think, think it is. Don't for soccer like. Depending on how many goals you get, you also get a certain amount of points as well. Like, I think goal differential is a tiebreaker. Maybe. I think it's. I, the, it I think it's like the number. It's the number. How much you nah, win by? I don't know actually, but I, I'm pretty sure it's the number one tiebreaker. Well, I remember in my little league, but this is also like, it was like in the playoffs, we had to win by three points, so by three goals, to end up advancing to the next round. Well, that was probably because of goal differential. Yeah, but, like, it was also because we won, and it was also because... So I don't know if it was, like, a point system as well. A win probably would have tied you with someone, and then you needed goal differential to be higher, so you needed to win by three. Yeah, I have no clue. Well, we ended up not making it because we scored two instead. Yeah. I don't know. I have no clue. I only played soccer when I was little. That's all I know for soccer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Well... Yeah. That's about all the time we have for today's episode. This was a this was a new one for us, you know. Yeah. This was like we're branching. This is like thirty percent NFL. Yeah, you know. So that'll probably be different next week, but yeah. actually, maybe not. I don't know if anything's gonna happen. We should start talking about the draft a little more soon. Yeah. USFO. Uh, little tidbit: <laughs> Jermaine Johnson, top ten player in the draft. I said this weeks ago. Everyone's starting to catch up. No big deal. Mm-hmm. But yeah, on behalf of Adam and I, we want to say thank you for listening to the Sports and Stuff Show. Make sure to follow us on our socials, Instagram at Sports and Stuff Show, Twitter, SNS underscore show, and TikTok at Sports and Stuff Show. Also, make sure, our epi- or make sure to catch our episodes live every Thursday on the University Pulse from 12 to 1. And any podcasting platform that you listen to after that, they will be there. Uh, thank you again, and we will see you in the next one. Peace. Peace.